wife, Itana, who is lovely as well, and his son, Jack, who um, is 26, just like my son, Adam. So, you know, a few similarities yeah. there. Um, and, um, and the next day, Greg and Jack proceeded to crew me. Of course, on the way, we picked up a couple of bacon and egg McMuffins. Of course. Because there were none on the route. So, um, no, so we had to pick them up first. That's that's Queensland for you. They're just not well organised. No, not enough <laughs> McDonald's. Not like here in Melbourne where there's one every two kilometres. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, um, and um, I proceeded. The, it was a late start. It was a 10 o'clock start, which was probably good because, we, you know, it was an hour and a half minimum drive there. But yeah. I was originally spewing going, oh, my God a late start or oh, I prefer to start it, you know, early. But when I was running in the heat, <laughs> yeah, I was thankful because it meant I actually got to run more of it in the cool of the evening. Yeah. If I'd started at eight, I'd have spent more time in the daylight yeah. uh, running. So I was really thankful. Yeah. So you started at 10 o'clock, you finished actually around 10, 30, 10.30 yep, um, yep. that night. So yep. I guess at least four of you of your hours of running were in the well, yeah, dusk but, or dark. Well, I mean, it started getting gloomy from 5, 5.30. Right, okay. Um, and, you know, so... Yeah, and, and sort of a little bit more shaded from about two or three. Yep. Now, this was a really tough race for me. I was quite nervous about it, not about how I was going to go, you know, because that's not a consideration for me. Um, but because um, it's a rail trail and it's basically flat. I mean, you know, douche grade hill, which, you know, that's fine. I walked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a hill. Better walk it. Um, but, um, you know, runnable. But of course, I'm not going to be running 100Ks the whole way. Um, so I employed my run-walk strategy, which I was going to do time-wise. But then, like I did at Coast to Cozy, I feel I just do it when my body wants to. So I'd, you know, run until I'd had enough, you know, and it started to feel a bit uncomfortable. And then I would walk, but I was walking fast. And I would walk, yeah. keep walking until I was almost falling over. I was walking so fast. Then I would start running again. And then I'd run until it felt crappy. And um, what I did notice, to, you know, after about 50Ks when I started catching people, um, was even when I was walking, I was catching people who were running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would just do my run, walk, run, walk, and they'd be running the whole time. And I'd catch them and overtake them, do my run, walk, run, walk, run, walk. And I bet you I finished feeling a lot better yeah. than they did as well. Yeah. And I overtook um, a fair few people with that strategy. Um you know, but you know that that's not why I do it. It's I do it because, for me, it's more efficient energy-wise um, and that sort of thing. Especially when I've got another one in three weeks' time, um, and I wasn't going for a, a gun time. Yeah. Like back in the day when I was racing hard, I'd have run way more of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I also wouldn't have done a hundred k six weeks before, and then through, no. you know a few yeah. weeks before that, and a few week before that. So obviously, you know, it's incomparable. Yeah. Um, you know, because because it just is. It's yeah. it's a completely different scenario. Um, but um, but yeah, it was it was a tough course. It was a good good course. Like it's on the rail trail and it's a real journey. I do like a journey, point to point. Yeah. Um, but you know, some of the trail there was lots of stones and that, and I felt like I was kicking and tripping, and I didn't fall over, thank God. But you know, I felt like I was constantly kicking and tripping on rocks. Um, which was, you know, not all of it was like that, but there were portions. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, Greg and Jack did an awesome job. They were always at the aid station ready and waiting for me, everything laid out, giving me big cheers and, you know, 
giving me everything and and you know I'm very fussy with my drinks yes and yeah, and they are. didn't bat an eyelid when I told them about how fussy I was Greg took it in his stride as if it was completely normal just saying well done Greg because well <laughs> even Ron doesn't think it's normal <laughs> um you know, because I've got to have certain bottles just for water and certain bottles just for electrolytes and never the twain shall meet never. because I don't like having my water in a bottle that's had electrolytes because I can taste that mild flavour electrolytes and it makes me want to bath. Nor does she like having water in a bottle that has had tap water in yeah, it. Yeah, if it's had chlorinated water in it, I don't like it either because I can taste chlorine. So I'd be throwing that away. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I'm not fussy at all, no. just particular particular yes and yes. how did your nutrition go oh awesome like I felt good I mean I started to feel a little bit meh at one point and I just took a gastro strop and that was fine yeah. um but yeah I ate you know my one and three quarters bacon and egg McMuffins I had a big bowl of porridge before we left so that was probably like at least two hours before the race yeah. start and that's just porridge made with water with some peanut butter and a bit of honey um and then um, I also had some chicken wrap and I had um, some um, sour lollies when I found I needed some sugar. Yeah. Um, and I had some Coke and a glass of ginger beer, mm. proper Bundaberg ginger beer. And it's ginger ale crap because that doesn't actually have any ginger in it. <laughs> that's just the placebo effect if you think that's working because yeah. it's got no ginger in it. It's just sugar water. Yeah, it's, it's well it's lemonade. ginger flavoured sugar water. Yeah. If you want real ginger to settle your stomach, you need Bundaberg ginger beer or yeah. something of that ilk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because I noticed why I started having the lollies and I've told Ron all this, but anyway, is I had a glass of the ginger beer and I suddenly had a peppermint step for the next 10 to 15 minutes. And I thought, Oh, I need sugar because the bacon and egg muffins are great. But as you go further on, you do need sugar. I did have quite a mental low point from about 35 Ks to about 58 Ks or so where I was just like, what am I doing? I think I'm going to give up running. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, and I'm going to stop doing this stupid challenge because, like, what is even the point? Why am I doing this stupid challenge? It's only just torture. Why am I doing No one will care if I drop out. It's okay. I won't do any more of them. I'll just do the Switzerland and Austria races. And why am I doing this? You know, oh dear. and um, I did. I did get a message from you. At some yeah, but point. well, by the time the message went through, because I tried to send it to you, but there was no mobile reception. Oh, okay. So by the time you got it, it was kind of moot. Yeah. Um, and then I, was, I think I was driving at the time, uh, at the okay. time as well, so I couldn't respond to it straight uh, okay. away. I don't know. I wouldn't. I couldn't but check. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. checking with you. Oh, he's read my message and yeah. has replied. Yeah. <laughs> um, because also I always put my phone on airplane mode. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Should I? <laughs> you probably shouldn't have it on airplane mode because if something happens, you need to have, you know, if the oh. race director tries to contact you or something. Oh, yeah. But if you're in a race I and you know the battery. if you yeah. know something's going on, then you would turn it off. Yeah. Well, definitely, if you need to contact yeah. someone, then you turn it off. Yeah. You know. that, I mean, I, I certainly, because also when you're in the, um, there was very little bit of 3G when I say there was no, um, yeah, if you could turn the sausages or oh, and the potatoes. Um, there was very little um, reception. And so what happens when the phone is constantly searching for reception is it drains the battery. So that's why I um, also always put it on um, airplane. But, yes, it really conserves the battery, mind you. I mean, I think I had 70% left or more. Um, but, yeah, I was having a really quite a few dark moments, and that was during – one of the, you know, just before and including one of the longest legs where I didn't see um, Greg and Jack. And so it was like a 24 and a half K 
length and and that was the section which was primarily uphill for a long time, but douche grade uphill for right. a long time. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just so, t- oh, I'm a crap runner, you know, and all this garbage that we all say to ourselves. Yeah. So what I did was I just went through all the things that I teach because even it happens to me, it's just knowing how to respond to it. And so I just went through the different things that I, I talk about when I do the mental strength training yeah. Um Yep. Uh, workshops and that sort of stuff and and I just did all of that and, and I came out of it and I was okay and by the time I saw them at the aid station I was fine yeah you know and and I was in a good mood again and perfectly fine mm-hmm. and it was still hard don't get me wrong you know yeah. it was flat yeah. <laughs> still had another 42 k's of flat to go and none of it was ever like it None of it ever particularly felt downhill, just saying. Oh, really? Was yeah. Like, like you know, on the rail trail, it sometimes feels like yeah, downhill. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is nice. There were small bits that did, but not like the amount of uphill. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, anyway, finally got, and then at about 90K, my leg behind my knee on my right-hand side and sort of inner thigh sort of side of the knee, on the right hand side really started to hurt and any any because like the sometimes there were like steep downhills and uphills going into the creek bed um oh, right. you know because the bridges were broken and that oh, okay. um from the train uh from the rail trail yeah and that really hurt sort of extending my leg out and i'm freaking out going oh my god how am i going to do adelaide in three weeks which is really hilly yeah. so i am a little concerned but um you know we'll, i've got a massage this friday and you know fingers crossed that does the trick and i've been using the um infrared on it like nobody's business yeah. a couple of times a day and and yeah. like i ran today and it was fine didn't hurt at all mm-hmm. and i did run, run today so today's tuesday so i did the race saturday monday sunday monday obviously rest days although i went for a walk of six and a bit k walk with nikki fast yeah. walk yeah. last night and then this morning 6k jiggity jog and and like I said to Ron, it didn't feel terrible. It actually felt okay. I feel like I've recovered really well. Yeah. But we just we figured out what the big recovery was, didn't we? We did. Um, You've forgotten, haven't uh, you? Remind me. Was that, uh, at the end of the race. Oh yes, yes, of course. We yes. went back to Greg's place. Yeah, and um, she she um, didn't she hadn't had enough McDonald's <laughs> in her egg and bacon rolls, so she. Had a Big Mac. Stopped off for a sneaky Big Mac yes. on the way home. And normally I feel sick and I can't eat, even though I'm hungry. Quite often we'll get home. Mm. Like we'll plan to eat and then we'll get back to wherever we're staying on after a, a race. And we both feel like yeah, we're eating. We just want to go to bed. Just, yeah, we just don't end up eating because we... It's too hard. Yeah, it's too hard. But he goes like, oh, I'm going to go pick up some Maccas for Jack. And he must have seen my hopeful face. <laughs> he goes, would you like some too? Oh, yeah. But then I couldn't remember any of the burgers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a McFeast, but I couldn't remember oh, the name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's going, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I said, oh, I'll just get me a Big Mac. <laughs> and it was horrible and good in many ways. Like the first two bites were okay. I mean, I'm not a Big yeah. Mac fan, to be honest. I'm not a McDonald's fan. I, I can't in, in our you've you never know, seen years me together. I've never seen you eat Big it's Mac. crap. I think they're just the worst yeah. burgers. We're Hungry Jacks. We had Hungry Jacks at the end of my Jesse's yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. But that's because in the city, that was all that was open. Yeah, that's right. It was um, Sunday, so that yeah. was all that was open. Still, it's a city. Jesus Christ, yeah. not a ghost town. Um, it was, but, you know, during the COVID, COVID time. Know, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think eating something straight away, even though it was garbage, mm-hmm. kick-started my recovery a lot more. Right. So we're going to have to make sure at Adelaide yep. that when we drive back from the start, we go past Hungry Jack's. 
Because <laughs> that's all that'll be open. Is that even a thing in Adelaide? Like well, Burger King, maybe there. Yeah, I have no idea. Like I, when we were there last year, I, I don't actually remember seeing what was there. I, no. I remember seeing McDonald's. Well, then if it's McDonald's, but, um, I don't remember seeing any other. Like all I'm saying is that we've got to eat because otherwise, yeah. I just think going to bed hungry and then because like. Even then the next day I woke up and I couldn't even drink coffee. I know, right? And then um, I didn't, I know, I didn't eat food until like 11.30, no, 10.30. So, um, yeah, so I think it's really important. I mean, I always bang on about it, but it's easy to bang on about it. It's much easier to do that than do it. Yeah. So um, it really is important, even just any food. Yeah. You know, anything at that point, It you know, it's just getting some calories in. And sure, it was McDonald's and, you know, it's not very good for you, but at least it was some protein, some carbs and some fat. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's what you need at that point. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was... And you had your own adventures. Yeah, so on, on the Saturday, I got up nice and early um, and drove down to Torquay, Torquay uh, which is about a two-hour drive from here, um, to sweep the Surf Coast Trail Marathon. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so I got there bright and early and had myself a coffee and and bought myself an egg and bacon roll for later on. At McDonald's? At McDonald's, yes. You would be surprised how many people have been converted. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot yeah. of people posting on Facebook, okay? So Nelly lost Just it. saying, it McDonald's. Nelly, it Nelly popped out of my bag. Oh, no. I, I, that would I looked, have been a tragedy. I looked back and I could see half the wrapper sticking out of the pocket. Shit. Um, so saved that. Saved my bacon <laughs> and egg. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I you know stopped and had that at the halfway mark at Point Addis while we were waiting for the last runner to start again. And um, yeah, so that went so, well. You were yeah. there for seven and a half hours. Seven and a half hours. The weather was nice. It was a bit windy, but the weather was nice until um, we got to about three k's from the finish line, and then it started to rain. Mm. So we finished in the rain. One of the few that did because it was quite late in the race. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did finish in the rain. Anyway, well done you but, for yeah. doing that. And some Melbourne City Runner peoples yes, gave you a lift yeah. home. About, well, home. Back, back to, to Torquay. Back to the car, um, which was really nice of them. So apparently I had missed the last bus. They and they expected the you to run, run back, did they? Apparently. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thankfully some Melbourne City Runners um, gave me a lift back to Torquay to my car. And then I jumped in the car and drove home again. So I got home about 70? seven seven-ish, seven o'clock. And then you waited for me to call. Yeah. So I sat on the couch again, surprise, surprise. Although by then I was couldn't do much more than that. <laughs> sat on the couch and, um, yeah, waited for Isabel because I was also getting updates from Greg yeah. um, about where Isabel was. Plus, you know, Isabel herself was sending me, sending me <laughs> some messages about, about where she was. Um, so and I, I did send him one message. It was quite interesting because, you know, um, from about 80k, it's like 81k, 82k. I'm looking at my watch, going, oh, for the love of 82.3, oh, what 82.7, oh my god. So I banned myself from looking at my watch, and I thought, I'm not going to look at my watch until it's 95k, so I can send you a message saying, park run to go. <laughs> yes, because we do have that. Um, every, he normally says it every not, any race, any race distance we do, yeah. and I hate it when he says it. And now, <laughs> now I only say it because I know she hates yeah, it. Fits, and, fits but, I, but I'll look at my watch and, and she's almost ready for it. Says, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, obviously I did have to check occasionally. I looked at 90 and then, yeah. and then you know, because I can kind of guesstimate distances yeah. quite well. And so 
I, 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 during my walking break, I messaged him, how fun to go. <laughs> but I was actually, I was actually really stoked about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> for once. Yeah. So yes. Anyway, now also we have got a review. Oh yeah. A five star review. Now I'm not this. Yeah, this is from Santa. Santa. Samantha McGain. I'm sorry, Samantha. That's my accent. I can't pronounce that word. McGain. McGowan. You would say. Well, well. Where's the name? McGowan. Yeah, McGowan. Would you pronounce it Gowan? Yes, you would. Even though it's W N, like yeah. Gain, like a dress. Gain. Uh, I think. Well. Gowan would be W A N. But the W is kind of pronounced w, so McGowan. Samantha, message me McGowan. and let me know because I'm, I actually know her. <laughs> and um, yes, so um, I mean, I didn't force her to write the review. When I say I know her, don't worry. <laughs> Thank you, Isabel and Ron, for your podcast on endurance running. I love how your podcast is from two perspectives on issues, from a runner who has done a lot of events professionally to an everyday runner. I really appreciate your insights. Thanks, Sam. That's Thank lovely. You. So which one is she talking about? Who's the profession, run professionally? And <laughs> the everyday <laughs> runner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't so, know. um. Um, and just looking at, um, oh, we've been in the Slovenia. The Ten Commandments of Ultra Running, according to Isabel and Ron, was at number um, 27 in Slovenia. Oh, we're hitting the Slovenia market. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Hello. Awesome. Um, and we've um, been in France. Well, we're visiting France. If you're listening in France, we're going to be in Paris. Yeah. Um, I've forgotten the dates, <laughs> but we're going to be there and we're yeah. going to be in Chamonix. Just message us. Yeah. And we'll catch up. It'll be fun. Yeah, we'll be covering two areas, Paris and Chamonix. So. Yes, you know, so um, let us know. Yep. Anyway, all right, so we're on to the topic. Yes. <laughs> we're like 20 minutes in and we'll actually get to the topic. So this is a post that I saw <clears throat> um, on Insta, I think. It was actually suggested for me, the post. Um, and it says 10 things all runners love. And I thought we could talk about it and say, do runners all, all runners Really love these things. What do you reckon? Well, there's a few things in there that raised my eyebrows because, um, as we'll get to, yes. um, they're perhaps not so important to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, carbs is the first thing. Carbs. I... What about those runners who don't eat carbs? I know. I do love carbs. Carbs, carbs. carbs are the uh, reason for running. The anchor of my yeah. diet, basically. I tried going carb-free running, and can I tell you, it was <laughs> crap. <laughs> You run slow. You feel like a bag of shit. Yep. It's horrible. And, oh, yes, your body adapts. And blah, but why? Yeah. Why would you want to? One, one like of you things... run slow. To run fast, you need carbohydrates. I'm yeah. sorry. You just do. That is the way the body is designed. You can't trick the body. You can't hack the body. Yeah. If you want to run faster, you need carbs, whether that's in an ultra run or not. And many of the ultra runners who are known for not having carbs or carb-free diets, Take carbs in during races. Yeah. Okay. Just so no, when when Isabel and I talk about what I'm eating, um, her generally her first response is, "Well, you've got the carbs covered. What about protein?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does kind of over <laughs> over consume the carbs. I mean, I love them too, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, oversharing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hundred Yeah. There there are some people out there who do like to overshare. I was um, talking about me on runs, not necessarily back back in the day when we, I used to run with people. Some of the conversations. We oh, had. oh, sorry, you're talking about conversation, not necessarily like 
oversharing on social media and oh, stuff. Yeah, maybe I'm talking about conversations, oh, conversations when you be it's when you're running uh, and some yes. of the like the poo conversations, the 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 com- like like the, just yeah. some, and some of the things you do like like during Barclay when me and the I don't know should I say this I'm just going to overshare. <laughs> Why not? You might as well. We're, we're talking about it, so we we'll do it. Both busting constantly for a wee, and we ended up we couldn't be bothered hiding from each other, and we'll just squat down next to each other and still chat. <laughs> just like, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, what's even the point? Yeah. So there, I just overshared, Thank and you. everybody, yes. It yeah. breaks down those barriers when you're running with yeah. people. And I think it's great. It really, oh, some of the conversations I've yeah. had with almost as, complete strangers. As a runner, particularly an ultra runner, um, you do get the worst of yourself, as in, you know, the body does, you know, present issues that are not. Can't hide. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, I so have to give it, my crew warnings before. It becomes, you know, more natural to you know, because you experience them so much, it becomes more natural to talk about them as well yeah. because everyone, you know, experiences it. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, yeah. their bodies, their human bodies, yeah. you know, right? Like I, I, my saying always used to be, even the queen goes to the toilet and doesn't poo, but the queen's dead now. I, I can't imagine that. So No, I, I know. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, the next thing is, is all runners love neon. This one, I, I this one I disagree with wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, I don't own any neon. In fact, most of my running gear is either black or grey. So Melbourne of you. I do have some, you know, blue things. I mean, uh, this is bright, right, but it's not neon. I mean, this yeah. colour doesn't show in this light. Yeah. I'm not into neon, and I know there are people, you know, like the neon runs and all that. Yeah. But I don't think as a whole, definitely not in Melbourne. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm normally the only one wearing any colour. We go out. Yeah. And I always put on colour because I'm sick of everyone running in black, 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 yep. black, black, and then yep. some black to go with the black. Yeah, and which is me. Because <laughs> yeah. um. Ron went the other week, but I wore colour. I said you're wearing grey. Yeah, that's it. It's a colour. <laughs> yeah, so, it's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> that's as colourful as I get. Yes. So um, I I've bought him some coloured shirts before, but he's a bit uncomfortable. I mean, I do I do have some. Yeah, because I bought them. Yeah, some (laughs) t-shirts that are a little brighter. Um, a lighter shade of grey. Yes. (laughs) Aha, British. All right, waving to strangers. I wouldn't say we wave. The nod and the smile. Nod and the smile. But can I say? G'day. Yeah, people are getting really crap at it. People are doing less. Yeah. It's funny, we, you know, because we do spend quite a lot of time in the hills and on a Sunday when we're, we, where we do our hill repeats is a very busy area for walkers. They're uh, friendly. And they, some people are very, very friendly. They'll, they'll you know, give us a wave, say say hello. They'll, they'll stop we'll us and ask, yeah, and stop you... us and ask us what we're training for. And, you know, we love um, to chat. Yeah. But on the bike paths and that, and you pass a, a runner, runner, yeah. and some of them, will deliberately avoid even looking at you. They'll look like over somewhere, yeah. I don't know where, or they'll look at the ground or they'll, or, you know, I'll go, hi, and they don't reply. So yeah. I reply for them, <laughs> you know, but it's yeah. the hell people. Yeah. Like seriously, how hard, hard is it yeah. to be a nice human being and and just say hi? Just like, a smile. Of, you a know, nod. Say, you don't have to go. Hello. You don't have to have a conversation with us, just a nod, just a, a nod. Yeah, quite often I'll just, you know, give them a nod and say, how you doing? You know? If, mm. if, well, I just find people are very not personable. Yeah. 
Yep. All right. Next one, poo stories. And I just spoke about that without yeah. sharing. I have been on a run before and had um, heard poo stories. Um, yep. So, but I wouldn't say it's something all runners laugh. We don't always talk about it. It's, no, but I think that's kind of almost oversharing. I think, I, I think it is doubling up a little bit. I almost go gastrointestinal distress as instead. A, as a trail runner, you'd get more poo stories. True, because there's more. Um, you know, there's no toilet. You don't have the public toilets that you do as a road runner yeah um yeah. so you do end up disappearing into the bushes more regularly yeah yeah um which then creates their own little poo stories true i guess um, i guess like me disappearing into the bushes and then dropping my key car that's key true. that's the bushes, true and yep. then us having to um uh yeah run, run back and get run it back to the to the bushes and try and find the key <laughs> So yeah, I made him look for it, not me. Ooh. Oh, nice! No, <laughs> gross. I don't want to be digging through. Well, your I wasn't sitting in the middle of it. <laughs> oh, thankfully, thankfully, that would have been really shit. <laughs> God, I'm funny. Yeah. I mean, it was wrapped in toilet paper. But... <laughs> so yes, there are poo stories, yes. no doubt. Yeah. All right, medals. I. Don't love medals. No, this is one of those things where you either love them or you hate them. You, you see, you, people do collect them and they they keep them and hang them on their wall. I'm so um, into that. No, I'm, I'm I've not. I've thrown most of mine out. The only medals we've kept are the, are the um, um, yeah. the what's what's the one? Oh, from the races we've been races, doing. Races where there's a um. Like two bays where there's a bottle opener. Oh, yeah, but we've got so many bottle openers and <laughs> so we never we, drink got that big. the bottle openers. Yeah, well. But other than that, um, no, well, no. We, we tend to put them on the laundry um, Ironing board. bench for a little yeah, while yeah, and yeah. then after a while we clean them up. Yeah, no. Nah. And, and I used to have like a whole bag of them and I threw them all away except for ones when I represented Australia or I yeah. raced in Europe and that sort of stuff. And even then I don't know where the hell they are yeah. because I've moved so many times since then I wouldn't have a bloody clue. Yeah. PBs. We all love a PB, supposedly. Well, we do. We, but I, I don't mean, think running should just be about that. I don't. Especially now that I'm slow. I don't go out of my way to, to get a PB, but when I get it, it, it still makes you feel good. Yeah. You know? It's absolutely. And, and but with, I wouldn't say that's all people strive yeah, for. With the age of Strava, it's a lot easier because it compares for you and tells yeah. you. Although then, you know, Two two years later, it forgets that you did that PR. Yeah, it's funny, and it tells you you've you've done your fastest yeah. half marathon when you know for a fact that you've run faster. Yeah. So, um, you know, mm. but it is, it does make you feel a little better when you do a PB. Yeah, yeah or you run, or or when it tells you you're running the same course faster and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But if if people really listen to that and did that, then all they would do is run all their ra- runs hard, like you used yeah. to do. Yeah. Which is not the best thing for you anyway yeah but then it comes to a point where you're not running prs because you yeah. know you can't run any it's it's a it's the law of diminishing returns yeah, that's you it. know um yeah. so it ends at some point yeah all runners love not stretching i think i would probably agree I'll, with I'll that. put my hand up here <laughs> i mean i stretch but i don't love it yeah. <laughs> i stretch because it's a necessity i, I love stretching i love stretching because i can watch isabel do it for a half an hour um <laughs> I don't like doing it myself. Yeah, I know. He stretching, helps me stretch. Stretching for me is me getting up off the couch to come and help Isabel stretch. Because <laughs> I can't touch my toes. <laughs> help her touch her toes. <laughs> Even then my knees are bent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I, I don't love stretching. I just love how it makes me feel. Yeah. So, therefore, I love stretching. I love not stretching too. And if I could get away with that, I would. Yeah. But I can't. Mm-hmm. 
Ten, another thing that all runners love is passing people. Yes and no. Yeah. That's sort of along the lines of PBs. Yeah. It's nice to be faster than other yeah, people. Yeah, it is. And I simply mean, like in that race on the weekend when I started passing people, it yeah. made me feel a bit better. That's right. Um, particularly when you run in the style that you do and hence we do when we run together where we start slow but we finish stronger. stronger. Yeah. And so it happens quite often where, you know, we will in the last back, you know, mm. half to three quarters of a race, we're actually regularly passing people. Yeah, I mean, that's how I've always run my yeah. races and you used to do the opposite. You I was to. the person being passed. And it's <laughs> much, and we've discussed this and, and it's much nicer doing the passing. It is very much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We go out hunting wabbits. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I always used to call it. I heard it called that once in the Trail Runner Nation podcast that it's hunting wabbits. <laughs> and, um, and that's what I always thought of it as. Yeah. And that's why... I used to try not to get upset when everyone would blast off and leave me behind, <laughs> huffing and puffing up the back. Yeah. Ten, another thing that all runners love is talking about running. We never talk about running. Never, ever. They, they, once we, we finish our run, it never comes up again. No, no. <laughs> yes, runners love yes, talking about running. I think it probably consumes 90% of our life. <laughs> yeah. no, surely not. Yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. Um, and, um, but it, but. It is that because we love it and yeah. we love talking about it. Yeah. So, you know, we don't just talk about, like, when we talk about running, what do we talk about? We sound like that Japanese guy. What I think about when I talk, what I talk about when I talk about running is his book. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I digress. Right. Um, I mean, we don't talk specifically about running, but we talk about what runs we're going to do, yeah. what was a good run, what yeah. races we're going to do what we should have food, we should have them run, what the yeah. podcast is going to be about. Yep. You know, I mean, and I'm a running coach. I mean. And, and that's something else we talk about. Yeah, it's my, coaching. my coaching and, yeah. and you know, yeah, that sort of stuff. So it's kind of hard to not talk about running. Yeah. But it does help, like particularly that we are thankful for and we talk yeah. about all the time. It helps when we both love running. Yeah, when... because it, it, as we both know, it's hard when you have a partner who's really not interested. Yeah. And you've got no one to talk to or you've had a great run and you're excited and you want to tell someone and no one gives a shit. Yeah. You know, it's hard um, or, you know, actively shuts it down. That's yeah. hard. And and for those of you who are in that situation, we feel for you and we understand that it is hard. Being there, done that. Yeah. Um, and we thus we are very grateful that, yeah. you know, and, and cognizant of the fact that, that what we have is rare yeah. perhaps um, and that we are very lucky. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, but yes, we love talking about running because running is ace. It is. It's it's cool. It's, it's cool. It's rad, dude. It's rad. <laughs> and other and other old people talk. Old people. Is it cool. drip though, <laughs> or is that just for fashion? I don't even know if you use that in the right context. I don't think so. I do. I think it's for fashion, but I know, know it's a cool word, so it's I better a cool use word, it. Just don't know. My son taught me that word, but then he laughed at and we, me. Yeah, we, started, we, tried, we tried to use it and used it completely. Oh, Mum, you so old. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget it, Mum. What would you know? <laughs> and I tried to inform him that I'm very cool. Yep. But he wouldn't have a bar of no, it. He didn't believe it. <laughs> no. No, as, all, as all children of parents, you know, that when the parents are trying to be cool, they don't buy it. I am cool. I'm you trying. are. You are. You are very cool, just not to your children. No, I know, I know, sadly. If only they knew how cool I am. Yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, sorry. All righty, so here we have come to an end of another podcast. 
And I've run out of topics because I haven't seen any other interesting posts on Instagram. So if people have an idea, something that they would like to know about, a training theory that they're interested in, uh, otherwise yeah. I'll think up something. Don't yep. you worry yep. about yep. that. We will I've think up something. Ideas. Yeah, you've got some, yeah. you wrote some ideas, Diane, didn't yep. you? But if there are any particular questions you people do have, as I'm um, sorry, I'm faffing um, with Velcro, which is not yeah, really good to right. do when you're on right. a podcast. <laughs> um, you know, if you've got any specific training questions or nutrition questions or anything like that, please do let us know. Um, as far as our training goes, we'll be heading into the hills a lot more. Yes. Again, like we've got some some of the flat runs out done and out of the way. So Thank now, the Lord. So now we've got Ultra Adelaide coming up and then um, Switzerland, then Switzerland and Austria. But then after that, you know, we've got, what's in October? I think it's Human Hovel. Yeah. And that's no, right. No, that's 1,800 metres elevation. Okay. Which is more than um, the Rauchow. That was 562. Yeah. Oh, okay. it was, <laughs> Yeah, terrible. But, but we'll be heading into the hills a lot more now, yes. so that's that's our happy place. So them. if you see us in the hills, say hey. Yeah. And if you're listening in Europe, like we said, come on, nobody's messaged us. Yeah, I'm feeling very start. unloved. Yeah. So let us know because we would like to meet some people over there and we could do, you know, a, a video and, and that yeah. sort of stuff. It would be a bit of fun. We will be doing... You know, podcasts, yeah, podcasts. And we'll do, we'll running, do like so a uh, live feed from Chamonix. Yeah, we yeah. might go into the city and walk around, and maybe we could, maybe Killian will be there. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love to come on the podcast. He'll go, oh, look at Isabel. Oh, wow. <laughs> endurance podcast. I've been waiting to get on. <laughs> Absolutely, he will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well, like, having said that, you have had Jim Walmsley on. I have had Jim yes, Walmsley on. So, yes, yes, um, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Nice. So, you are right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So we, we do, you know, swim around in the, in the you know, right. the top end of the lake. Yes, but, um, yeah, Sally McRae didn't read any of my messages, Insta or Facebook, but mm. whatever. Um, <laughs> um, and um, anyway, so, um, yes, if you're overseas, please do message us. We would love to meet you if you're listening. Yep. Um, and, and we mean that completely sincerely. We're not just saying that. Um, we actually mean it sincerely. Yeah. Um, maybe they just don't listen to the end of the podcast. Maybe they just give up. And yeah, up. or maybe maybe they just don't understand what we're saying. They're just listening to the tune of our voices. <laughs> I think they are best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all righty. Well, great to, um, I was going to say see you all again, but we didn't see you. You saw us if you yes. watched the YouTube. If you didn't, you heard us. Great to, we really appreciate you choosing to listen to this Absolutely. podcast. We, we truly do. It's just and, us being us and yeah. chatting away. Yeah, in our kitchen at home, cooking dinner. Um, <laughs> yep. We're going to watch some crap on television now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no doubt. We, we've watched some crap oh, over the last couple of days. God, so we can't, we Hudson can't Hawk, don't watch. I mean, I'd seen it before and rem remembered it was crap, but then we watched it. It was really it kept on, kept terrible. On coming up on our recommendations, oh and in the end, we we watched it just to get it off our recommendations. Oh, it was and... terrible. <laughs> Although, I mean, in the Andy end, McDowell being a dolphin, no. In so, the end, Isabel got up and had to walk into the again. kitchen. So I then I got to sit on the couch and laugh. And he was laughing. I'm going, it's not funny. <laughs> it was so stupid. It was funny. And um, what was the movie before that that we watched that was crappy too? Uh. Oh God! Well, this is not good podcasting. No, I can't remember. Well, it was crap. Whatever it was, yeah, so yeah. We've we've picked a couple of doozies, but it was partly me too. That was my fault. Like normally, I yeah. blame Ron for the crappy choices because yeah. he likes that really 
dumb sense of humor. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty partial to Monty Python. And, yeah, and, and I find that just that oh, sort of thing. So I find that dumb yeah. humor. So, you know, silly funny. voices. And yeah, that. I find it quite funny. Yeah, which is fine. It's, it's a simple thing, and yeah. I'm a simple person. So <laughs> I like highbrow. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I like actually action and murder and yeah. blood and guts and yeah. car chases. That's yeah, what... which is great because I, I like watching action movies too. Yeah, so, so it, it actually yeah. that's more what we, we like. Do, we do love we a spy that. action yeah. type thing. Yeah, a bit of gore. And... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough yeah. about us. <laughs> um, yeah, as we said, great, great to have you on board. Um, be like Sam, leave us a review. Yeah. We really appreciate it. And um, we will catch, and this time I'm not going to say anything silly at the end. I said it all during the middle. Yeah. Um, we will catch up with you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.